Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Their ongoing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life forms and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. I like this ship! You know, it's exciting. We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive that. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man who will hopefully live long and prosper. It's Ben. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope I don't die during this podcast. Well, you killed Chris to get on the podcast and in the shed, didn't you? That is you? true. Yeah. Did he put up much of a struggle? Yes. For all his claims of being a survival expert? Yes, I now only have one working eye, much like your dog. Mm, yes. He's scrappy. Right. <laughs> a true Scooby-Doo. Yeah, no. I've always preferred Scooby to Scrappy. Yeah. He was evil, though, wasn't he? Oh, in the movie, he was. So evil. He but was... wasn't he evil in the cartoons as well? Um, Just irritating, I think, in the <laughs> cartoons. So evil, yeah. Yes. It's the same thing, evil and irritating. Yeah, just uh, there's levels. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. Um, I can't think of a segue from Scooby-Doo into Star Trek. I really took you away from Live Long and Prosper to Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Me? My bad. Well, that's fine. Segways. <laughs> okay. 50% of this podcast is... Segways are the future. Star Trek is set in... The future. We're yes. Done. I We're got back. it right. We're back. Yeah. 2009 Star Trek film. None of your Wrath <laughs> of Khan rubbish. We're back in the past. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Ben... How are you at surviving things? I mean, you survived a fight with Chris, so... I mean, I'm here. I've survived so far, 23 years. That's a um, good, good record. Yeah, without... But I haven't been in any space battles or... No. Or uh, in any temples of doom or uh, the 80s or <laughs> anything else your podcast has done since... We've covered started. so much. We tend to hop about a bit. I mean, we did the thing last week, so... I don't think I've seen that. No. You should. It's good. It's got Kurt Russell in it. Is it old? Uh, 80s, yeah. See, I don't know if I'll survive the 80s. <laughs> well, we're in the future, so you have all the benefits of future technology. Excellent. And no knowledge of how to use them. Good. <laughs> Blind luck. That's how we like to roll here. Excellent. So, Star Trek. I've it's... just realised I'm chewing right into the microphone. That's <laughs> probably going to really annoy you in the edit. It might do, yeah. <laughs> Swallow your gum, or will you get bowel disease I don't think that's how it works isn't it no well we'll see I survived (laughs) swallowing gum yes that's your first I can survive that yes if you can survive that you can definitely survive this the film opens up with a federation ship floating I mean Ben's got the film on right now he's watching it and um (laughs) much like I already did this morning just to try and keep up yeah should um, my phone be on airplane mode it should be alright Okay, I'll do it anyway. I'll edit this bit out. Well, maybe I'll keep it in. Okay. Best bit of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. And um, a giant other spaceship captained by Nero opens up through a black hole. He comes through, starts shooting at the Federation spaceship and um, calls a ceasefire, asks for the captain of that Federation ship to come aboard. And what is that captain's name? Um, Captain Captain. Captain Captain. Captain 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 Commander I know that Captain Captain then puts Captain Thor in charge of Cap- the spaceship. Yeah, Captain Kirk Senior Yes 
So um, Thor's in charge now, and um, the captain captain goes aboard the ship on his own, unarmed, without a plan, to um, talk to Captain Nero, who asks him a bunch of questions on what star year it is. Well, star date. Star date. Asks him what the star date is. Yes, and um, Captain Nero doesn't like the answer that Captain Captain gives. So um, <laughs> we need to find out what we need is. to find his now. I could Google it, but nah. I can't be bothered. <laughs> you made me turn my phone into airplane mode. So. Oh yeah. See, that was the best part of the podcast. Relevant. <laughs> Have you edited it out, though? I don't know. Only okay. Future Jack will see. Future Jack. Much like Future Spock, there is two of you. Yes. So, Captain Captain gets killed by Captain Nero, who stabs him in the face or chest or something with um, a... Chest, like I a think, with a big, like, Poseidon trident, trident yeah. spear thing. Yeah. So, you're the captain. How would I survive that? Yes. I you would, get the idea of this podcast. I would tell him... Here he goes... And he's dead. Oh, no. Um, I would lie. You'd lie. <laughs> I'd say I knew who Spock was, and I could take him to him if he kept me alive. But then he would probably kill me when he realised I didn't know who Spock was or yeah. how to get in there. Do they have yellow pages in the future? They have yellow shirts. Yellow shirts, yes. But Rather a yellow shirt than a red shirt. Star Trek joke. Wait, the what's the joke? Red shirts die. Oh, I'm not buffed up on on your Star uh, Trek. No, I know this film and Into Darkness, and I know there is one coming out soon, but yeah. I don't know any of the original stuff. No. I have Star Trek someone. I know nothing about Star Trek. I know less than nothing. <laughs> we're a good team, then, for this particular film. Yeah, I don't imagine Chris knows much more, though, so I think no. we're No. So, yeah, I would lie and then hope for a Deus Ex Machina that would <laughs> yes. survive me. Any particular Deus Ex Machina? Thor. Thor, Thor could that save would be me. good. I believe in Thor. What about the eagles from Lord of the Rings? Can they fly I thought you were going to say the Ewoks, I'll be honest. Are the Ewoks there a deus ex? Yeah, true. Um, can they, I doubt that. I doubt they can fly <laughs> in space. I don't think the Fellowship has interstellar travel. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet, anyway. Is Star Trek and Lord of the Rings in the same universe, just different times? It's a possibility. I'm hoping it's a certainty. Maybe the Hobbits evolved into Klingons. Is it impossible? It's not improbable. See, if we remove all that is impossible, <laughs> whatever is left, no matter how improbable, must be possible. I feel like I've butchered that phrase that yeah. Spock himself says in this film. You fluffed it, but we get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How would you survive Captain Captain's death? <laughs> <laughs> now... I'm not sure. Teleporting would seem like a good idea because it's a but thing that they have. Don't the Romulans have some method of blocking teleportation? Yeah, they do. I think it's only when they've got their giant oh. space drill out. <laughs> but then I was thinking... <laughs> very phallic. Very, very phallic. Yeah. But I was thinking maybe... Because it's in the future, but not as far into the future as, as we're there. going. So maybe uh, they haven't invented it just yet, and that's why he's got to take the shuttle to Captain Nero's ship. I'm sure. I'm sure that Starfleet has warp, uh, not warp, transport capabilities At all throughout. Time. Yeah. Mm. So they why must do. They use that. I don't know. I guess maybe they don't then. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I just made an assumption that was completely wrong. Uh, lie or get your teleport. Teleport. Working. Yeah. Set phases to kill. Yes. Or to escape. But of course Captain Captain doesn't take our advice and tells the truth and gets stabbed, leaving Captain Thor in charge. George. 
George Kirk. George Kirk. George Michael Kirk. George Michael Kirk. <laughs> we'll call him that. He's in charge. and For 12 minutes. Yes. And he's got a lot of things to do in that 12 minutes. He's Save. got to evacuate everyone on the ship, including his pregnant wife who's giving birth. His in-labor wife. Why was she allowed on the ship? I assume they were in space for a long time, and it was over the course of her pregnancy. Yeah. So... Did she work on the ship then? Maybe. Maybe he had captain privileges, or first officer privileges, mm. or commander-commander privileges. <laughs> but I imagine she was pregnant, and then it's just a misfortune that she started to give birth at the time of the then, execution of Captain yeah. Captain. <laughs> so this leaves Captain Thor to have to deal with it and he decides to deal with this in the best way possible ram the ship ram the ship into the other ship all power to reverse thrust, uh, forward thrusters yeah and um to be fair while all the other ships are escaping he does a damn fine job of knocking out all the missiles and stuff on his own he does yeah I'm not convinced he was on that ship on his own no there's gotta be someone like just gotten out of the toilet and they've gotten lost somewhere and they're like <laughs> well, well, the shuttles are gone <laughs> well I was going to say someone manning the guns and because oh, yeah. there's no way he as one person could manoeuvre the ship in the way that he does and take out all the missiles as well there has to be otherwise what is the point in having such a big crew like and even on the bridge alone there's about 12 people yeah, yeah. Like, are they all obsolete <laughs> they're just there for a paycheck they're just like yeah. this is easy we'll I mean there's that, there's that one person that just translates yeah there's that one person that just pulls that lever that's the only thing on their control panel who's Sulu yeah he balls that up though doesn't he because he forgets to take the handbrake off oh yeah he does or something they? but that's later yeah he's not very good so hang on are we now saying how we'll survive uh, Thor. Captain Thor's death yes um I don't know can you well saying that it, the only reason he dies is because the autopilot fails. But do you really need autopilot if you're just going to go forwards? Yeah, just fly into a brick on the uh, brick on the pedal. That's a good go. thing. Yeah, I was going to say that, but it's it's um like a a button, isn't it? Like a handle. So he could have just like had a bit of string. He could have had his shoe. He could have survived with one shoe and just propped the thing forwards. Yeah, sort of like a lever or something. Yeah. And how can it say collision course? Oh, I don't know. I'm probably wrong saying that. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm fairly certain I could crash my car without me being in it. And I'm not saying a spaceship is the same as my car. They're pretty similar. It is quite futuristic. They're both silver. They are, true, yeah. But I'm saying I'm certain it's easier to crash a ship without a pilot at the helm. I mean, if you just got rid of everyone, then they would keep attacking that ship, and then, yeah, Yeah. like you're, you're free to go. So I think... Am I allowed to say I couldn't survive Captain Thor's death? You I think he's a hero. You've been thrown out the shed. He's a hero. God damn it. <laughs> he's, he's a hero. He's an Avenger. Could Thor have survived with his hammer? Easily. He could, have, hammer. he could have given him what for. Yeah. What for? Good old Thorian. Yeah. Asgardian. Asgardian, sorry, yeah. God damn it. Died. <laughs> oh, damn it. So, Thor dies... And, um, Wait, you haven't said if how you would survive if you could. Yeah, shoe on the thing. Give him a hammer. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have an answer there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We are survival experts. So, so yeah, okay. What's the next death? So we jump forward. So Jim Kirk is all Chris Piney and Spock is all Zachary Quintoy. And they're all going aboard the... No, you've jumped too far. Because they they're doing their children-y bit where Kirk drives a car off a cliff and then Spock beats someone up for saying his 
His mum's a, a slug. Mum's a slug. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. But I wasn't sure. Yeah, no one dies in that way. Kirk comes very close to dying. Yeah, I would survive the same way he did. By get that, holding get that easy answer in there. <laughs> and um, they're all at Starfleet Academy, the Federation-y ship place and stuff. And um, they get a distress signal from Spock's home planet, which is Vulcan, I believe. It is. It's so strange how they are from Vulcan and called Vulcan, but we're from Earth, but not called Earth. Yeah. So the remainder of the ships based at Earth have been sent out to respond to this distress signal. Is this the bit where the Enterprise only survives because the handbrake is left off? Yeah, because of Zulu's incompetence. I think I would die because I would not have made that mistake. Yeah, you would have done your job properly. Yeah. Listen up, Zulu. God damn it. So when they finally get the um, spaceship working again and they get there, all of their friends have been destroyed. All the ships that were sent there have been blown up. And um, the drill is... You know, doing in what a drill effect. does. Yeah, drilling into the Vulcan, Vulcan home planet. Yeah, yeah. Nero hails them and uh, again asks Pike to come aboard his ship so he can talk to him. Isn't it only when he realizes Spock's there as well? Yeah, yeah. These Romulans, man, have got such a problem with Vulcans. I know. Well, I can see why. Ne- yeah, Nero's got a particular problem with Spock. So, um, is that a thing from the TV show that I wouldn't know about? I wouldn't know about that either. Okay. Uh, Maybe. It, it could be. But, um, yeah, Nero's grudge is that um, Spock let his planet die. So, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so he's using the drill to drill into Vulcan. And then he's going to use something called red matter to start a black hole that will destroy the planet. I think that's fake. I don't <laughs> think red matter exists. You might be right. <laughs> but um, Spock comes up with a plan to stop uh, Nero destroying the planet which involves kirk zulu and uh, another guy in a red shirt uh skydiving down onto the drill platform and basically disabling it and uh blowing it up in some way so that they can get their teleport and signals uh, all working again uh unfortunately the guy in red olsen <laughs> olsen, olsen yeah. pull your shoot god damn it olsen i think I, this is actually one I do have a note about. Ooh, I have written down, Olsen, pull shoot, don't be dick. Yeah. He's such an adrenaline junkie, he gets himself killed, mm. and he's not listening to his first officer, which is uh, Pike? S- Pine. Uh, Pike. Pike. Pink. Pink. First um, officer Pink, Chris Pine, <laughs> James T. Kirk. Because oh, not Pike, is he? Kirk. Pi- um... He's Kirk is Pike is the the actual captain. Yeah, Spock the is captain acting. Captain. <laughs> Spock is acting captain at this. Point. No, he's not. He's first officer. First officer. Spock okay. is captain. Captain, captain. No, Captain Spock. Yeah, he doesn't open the chute at the same time as Zulu and and Kirk. I understand he was told to wait as late as possible, but I don't understand doing it twelve feet above the platform you're about to land on. Yeah. Like, surely there's some training for using a parachute and I'm fairly certain that was too low and when the headstrong captain well not captain at this point Jim Kirk has pulled the parachute and you're still going you know that you're I feel like Kirk's actually the first one to pull his chute as well he might be yeah I have to watch it again but um yeah because he's going too fast his uh, parachute gets caught and he swings into the drill the big fiery laser thing yeah so yeah, I think that's a pretty easy one. Pull your shoot earlier. 
Yeah, don't be a dick, man. Exactly. While they're on the big drill bit, some Romulan guards come out, two of them, and pick a fight with Zulu and Kirk. Now, Zulu, he's got... um A samurai sword. Exactly. How racist. <laughs> well, it's a flip-out one, isn't it? Yeah, so it's, it's but like it doesn't change the fact they gave the Asian guy a samurai sword. True, yeah. I'm sure that's a name, a katana. Yeah, the flippy katana or something yeah. like that. But he puts it to good use and has a sword fight with one of the guards. Are we are we about to say how we'll survive if we were the guards as well? Is yeah. Every single death. Most oh of God. the deaths. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Could I beat an Asian man with a samurai sword? Probably not. Well, you're on the front foot from a large I would portion. use a gun. I would use a gun, for God's sake. <laughs> they they, they would say guns. about bringing a knife. They do, but then somehow Kirk beats one. Oh yeah, he runs he he shoots Sulu's parachute, doesn't he? Yeah. He grabs the other guy's gun. Uh Zulu kicks one of the guards into um like an exhaust port that yeah. he notices. God, I, keep going. I just remembered this scene when I was watching it. I always thought of them as Power Rangers when all three of them were coming down in red, blue and yellow. They do kind of look a little bit it's like It's the primary colours, isn't it? Yeah. What go go Star Trek Rangers <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then Zulu saves um, Kirk from being like kicked off the side of the platform by just stabbing the other Romulan in the back. I would say I would survive that by being aware that there's a bigger threat than a guy hanging off in front of you, and it's the dude flipping around with a flipping sword. <laughs> Killing God's guys sake. left, right, and Use center. your gun! They've just picked up the guns! <laughs> Use them! Take out them! They always say about bringing a knife to a gunfight. Never about bringing a gun no, to wait. a knife fight. Brought a, yeah, you brought a knife. Yeah, I thought it was bring a knife to a fist fight for some reason. So they did bring the guns. They just didn't put them to very good use. Idiots. Yeah. So um, use the guns more efficiently, yeah, effectively as well. Mm. However, all the work that Spock and Zulu do with the drill comes to little effect when um Captain Nero fires the red matter into the hole that he's made. Uh, a little bit later on in the film, Spock says that there were six billion people on Vulcan and only. I know there were billions. I don't know how many survived. A couple of, I think, 10,000, he said, managed to survive and get off the planet. So that's not a good ratio of... um, Survival, no. Yeah. Not many Vulcans left. Hang on, because there's one death here that I think we could prevent as well. It's when uh, the thing is disabled and Spock teleports down to the... Was it like a... a, It's like a temple, it looks like. Yeah, like a temple. Um... He goes in and gets his parents and the high priest or whatever it is. And one of them dies. The high priest dies because he's not aware that a massive statue is about to land on his noggin. What an idiot. Did he not notice he just got poor eyesight? Because he looks quite old. My note for this bit is Vulcan priest. Spatial awareness. (laughs) You fool. There's a ten foot statue about to fall on your head. You, You would know that's coming. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he can miss it. Exactly. Um, also, Spock's mum dies as well. She stands way too close to the edge of a Aha, cliff. I have another note. <laughs> it's not just about standing close to a cliff edge. It's Spock's mother standing near son for fuck's sake. <laughs> because he's just appeared out of nowhere and said, the world's about to end. Why would you not be hugging him? We can survive this, maybe. I hope. We could survive this. We <laughs> could survive this. Look, he just died. He got squished. Yeah, yeah but no, she... Is standing way too far away from everyone else. Yeah. I don't know if that's protocol for teleporting, but I would argue not because Kirk and Sulu were just pulled out in a tight embrace. Yeah, they were they were close. Look how than... far away she is from everyone else. <laughs> Poor Spock. Yeah, but God damn it! <laughs> I just appeared. The world's about to end. 
Stand close to him. Yeah. Hold his hand. Give him a hug. Be be a mother. Yeah. Or your husband, if not your son. Mm. Hold him. Can we survive this? I don't know. Oh, I can't because I'm 12 feet away from everyone else. <laughs> yeah. She was the only one in that little group. What right? if you were one of the other 6 billion Vulcans on the planet? How would you survive? Well... We've done planet-destroying events before, and they normally involve survival tips by being... Um, Prepared. And being mid-takeoff. You would imagine the Vulcans, as logical as they are, would have a plan for planetary destruction. And also, when they see a giant spaceship suddenly appear and start drilling a hole into their planet, I mean, maybe shoot at it. I mean, yeah, but also... You can't just evacuate it at the first sign of problem because then you're always going to be taken off. True, yeah. So... Oh my god, the plumbing stopped! Run! However, <laughs> however, yes, I would argue that the Vulcans should have been had a plan in place. Yeah. If space travel is possible, and... Teleporting is possible. And, and destroying planets is possible, you should have an escape plan. Mm. I don't know if they knew that planetary destruction was possible, but... Either way, they should be logical enough to have a plan. Yeah. Preparation is, is the key in most of these situations. So, Spock is now in command because Nero gets away and he's charting a course for Earth to destroy that and all the Federation ships that are still there. Spock throws Kirk off the ship, uh, leaves him stranded in uh, a cold planet. I want to call it Hoth. Let's not. <laughs> Where um, he meets future Spock and they have a bit of a heart-to-heart. Who else does he meet? He also meets Simon Pegg there and Simon Pegg's little alien friend. Comic relief always is what Simon Pegg is. I'm looking forward to because he's writing Star Trek Beyond. I am not. Written. Are you not? I My problem with Simon Pegg comes from Mission Impossible. In Mission Impossible 3, he was he had two scenes and it was a little bit of comedic relief, but it was a very tense situation. You know, where he's running around after he's being tortured. In the next Mission Impossible film, he's a full-blown agent and the whole film is slapstick. And it annoyed me because I loved Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. And this does relate to this because J.J. Abrams directed that, Mm. which he also directed this. So, Simon Pegg is too much for me. Unless you're watching, like, Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, I don't want him to ruin my franchises. So you want him in small doses when he's not the main character. Okay. Hmm interesting however he does survive something that i don't think i would what's that when they get teleported back onto the ship at warp speed oh yeah i would not hold my breath for that long in that pipe of water i would either be cut to shreds or drowned before that because i'm not sure he was holding his breath before he took off no yeah because he spock teleports them back onto the ship if you weren't expecting to suddenly end up in a vat of water that's quite shocking isn't it yeah you would you would probably inhale what was that water pipe was that coolant for I the imagine engine it was or coolant, sewage yeah. i don't know but it was shredding something even though all the water was clean yeah kirk's back on board and his great plan that um future spock gave him was to make spock emotionally compromised and then um spock would have to give up control of uh, the spaceship which he does which is weird because in that case if this was a spaceship all you'd have to do Ben to take control of it is irritate me and make me punch you in the face easy peasy <laughs> watch this I would not be how captain. big a Simon Pegg fan are you 
yeah, weird rule, but um, it works. Kirk is now in charge. True, but you wouldn't want someone who's in command of the ship who's emotionally compromised. True, However, yeah. why put Captain Captain, going back to the start, why put the man whose wife is giving birth at that moment in charge? He's emotionally compromised from the get-go. You fool, Captain Captain. <laughs> you died for nothing. Yeah. By the way, does does Kirk win any fist fight in this film? He gets beat up at the does. bar. He gets beat up at the bar when we first see him as Chris Pine. He gets beaten up by Spock. He gets, he's just got beaten up by Spock, yeah. And then he gets beaten up by Nero towards the end as well and some henchmen yeah in the next film as well I think he gets beat up quite a bit by Sherlock <laughs> <laughs> by by Biscuit Crumble Bun by Cucumber Patch that's the one <laughs> yeah he cannot fist fight he can shoot he can cheat the Kobayashi Maroon yeah by hacking it but fist fights but fist fights no he's no good no I don't know how he survives no and he takes the piss out of Zulu for having no hand to hand combat training and yet Zulu He's, kills oh, oh, the nearly, two guys. Nearly. That's not hand-to-hand, that's sword-to-body. Sword-to-body, yeah. Sword-to-back. Yeah. He cheated. Maybe if Kirk had bought a sword, he would have been a bit more able I'm sure, to... I, I thought himself. it was standard issue, unless it was just for the Asian man. <laughs> which I would argue is bad. Uh, for Zulu, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> not the Asian man. So, um, yeah, Spock is replaced by Kirk as captain, and... Um, he decides to go after Nero to stop him blowing up Earth. Hero like his own father. Yes. Thor. Um, How good is that casting, by the way? That them who, two look so sim- like enough to be Thor and son. Yeah. Chris Pine, yeah. Which Chris? Pine or Hemsworth? Is the best. Oh my would- god, they're both called Chris as well. I didn't even click. <laughs> we so, should get Chris Pratt in the next one. Yeah, and Chris Evans the, as well. All the Chrises, all the yeah. famous Chrises. Or get Chris Pine in the Marvel universe, and then they're all together. Ah, he's in DC. I'm afraid. So they can be. They can be both. He could be. J.K. Simmons has just been cast as Commissioner Gordon. I know. I'm so sad because then we won't get him as um, J. Jonah Jameson. I know. He was so good at that role. I know. Ah, <sighs> what are we talking about? Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. the next death? Is the, there yeah, one? I'm coming on to it. So the plan is for Kirk and Spock to sneak aboard Nero's ship, steal the um ship with the red matter in it, fly back, and also rescue Captain Pike as well. Spock's part of the plan goes off without a hitch. He manages to steal the ship. They kill a couple of um, Romulan... Are they Romulans? Yeah. yeah. How would you survive being shot out of nowhere? Laser guard shield. <laughs> Always on your back. <laughs> yeah, always be prepared. Um, so they spatial get... awareness spatial awareness yes we've been boarded high alert all the time mm. there's two of them for god's sake there's 12 of you and they, they shoot a lot and they miss both of them bad guys they need more training don't they so um yeah Kirk goes to save Pike and uh, he gets in a fight with Nero which he loses does he of course he does at some point I'm fairly certain it's just a henchman uh, Nero comes over and gives him a bit of a kick. Oh yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's not a fight. That's that's a beatdown. <laughs> that's a beatdown. Which is anything involving Kirk and his fists. Spock then jumps the ship into light speed, and Nero notices, leaves the beatdown of uh, Kirk to pursue him. But it's a trap. As a... does he or do? Oh no, yeah, that's the thing. Spock destroys the drill, doesn't he? Yeah, Spock destroys. That's the... why he chases. Oh yeah. And that's why they can teleport off once they get yeah, cut. Yeah. So, yeah, I would have missed that bit because then, yeah, that makes more sense. I've got it playing my own phone. I know. <laughs> it's cheating. Um, yeah, with the teleporter 
able to activate now. Kirk frees Pike. I have a note about that as well. Freeing Pike. Do you want to know what it says? What is Two it? words. Pike badass. Because oh, Kirk yeah, goes, he's... clears the area, one, two, unstraps him, and then two guards appear behind him. Certain death for Kirk. You're out, mate. But no, Pike, who's just had a worm in his body or something. Yeah. He wakes up, immediately worm. grabs the gun, boom, boom, takes them both out. No problem. There's Badass. A re- there's a reason he's a captain. Get it. Get it, Pike. Exactly. Earn that booty. <laughs> so um, they get teleported back onto the Enterprise, which Spock has lured Nero to. And then um, basically the Enterprise lays into the spaceship, shooting it with lasers and all sorts. This is a waste of ammunition. Because it doesn't really work that There's well, There's no need it? for it, because Spock has already made the black hole appear in the ship. Yeah. And they actually say, when when Kirk does his little compassionate thing... You say compassionate, says, he is really wanting to just shoot them, isn't he? I know, but he says, show them compassion, um, something or other. And then when he speaks to them, he says, you are past the point of no return, essentially, mm. from this black hole. So why shoot them? You're wasting ammunition. I'm sure you have an inventory for that when you get back to Starfleet. You see all these ships that we lost. We could have rebuilt them if you hadn't wasted all those lasers yeah, shooting on a ship that's just... Missiles as well. Yeah. No, they appear and shoot the missiles that are about to hit Spock, which is, which is okay. Because I'm sure oh, yeah. lasers Safe Spock. don't cost anything. Mm. But you waste all your missiles. You say fire everything. Why? They're in a bloody black hole. They're not going to survive that, <laughs> They're not they? getting out, yeah. And being sucked into that black hole is what inevitably kills Nero and Or sends them back in time and the whole film starts again. Yeah. Why doesn't that The black hole is just a time traveling thing. So does that mean Vulcan is just back in time? Oh my god, yeah. So it might not be destroyed. Maybe. Oh, interesting. Black holes don't work the the way that they should do. I don't think there is a way they should. I think they're such an anomaly that there is no correct way because they don't know how to react because mm. they don't make sense maybe we should put an astronaut in the black hole just to see how it works I've been saying that for years <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Nero's crew best way to survive is when abandoned ship yeah, immediately don't throw your lot in with a guy who's emotionally compromised Starfleet have got it right he's emotionally compromised by doing everything to try and get back at the spot yeah if his crew weren't following him they would probably survive mm. So Ooh. what you need is someone, when Nero's talking to Kirk and Spock about giving up, someone yep. just to run in, punch him and go, yes, we'll take the surrender, beam us off this ship, please. Exactly. Or, don't get in the fight in the first place. Like, don't yeah. don't follow an emotionally compromised captain. Mm. The Federation have got one thing right, and that's, yeah, that's well done. that. So, good for them. I think, other than wasting their ammunition, they also shouldn't fly so close to a goddamn black hole. That's a risk you don't need to take. True, yeah. Although they've not got much of a choice because Spock, like, sprays all the red matter all over them, doesn't he? True. Mm. But just fly away. You know they can't <laughs> escape. Go into light speed. It doesn't matter where. Yeah. Just, like, the last place away. you went. Yeah. Can black holes suck in light, do they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're so dense that not even light can escape. Uh, maybe also, light speed. when they do escape, they do it by ejecting the core who the enterprise yeah is that the thing that makes them run that's what i was gonna ask like <laughs> how can you escape the thing if you just threw your engine away or your fuel yeah well it, 
the force of the explosion blasts them away but then how are they meant to get back to Earth? yeah then you're stranded by a black hole that I assume hasn't gone away just because you blew up something next to it mm. and it was a pretty big black hole yeah I think I'm Maybe I'm turning the premise of the show on its head. I'd die a lot in this film. Maybe Star Trek Into Darkness is a dream sequence where they go back into definitely in the black hole and they're all being killed. Yes, yeah. that's, and then Star Trek Beyond is what happens after that. Yes, when they're eventually pulled out. When they're spaghettified. Spaghettified. That's what uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson says happens when you go in a black hole. Was he hungry when he said this? Was he? He had Italian Maybe. food on the brain. Maybe. Mm, yeah. Who doesn't have Italian food on the brain all the time, though? I do now. I really want spaghetti. Uh, let's end this show so we can get spaghetti. Good idea. <laughs> if you have, on. yeah, if you have thoughts on Star Trek, uh, email them to us at we could survive that at gmail dot com, or you can tweet uh, us at we could survive. I'm sorry, I ruined your show, <laughs> Chris and audience. I apologise. <laughs> no, you did good. I had fun on this one, Ben. And good. You brought a lot to the table. Is Chris fired? Can I have his job? Uh, if he doesn't come back, if he doesn't survive his trip away. What are oh, no, pen- you killed him, didn't what you? What are the pension benefits? <laughs> there are none. Oh. There's no dental either. I'm going to need to perform a seance to bring someone back to life that may or may not be dead. Yes. Like Chris. Yes, exactly. Cool. Like Chris. <laughs> um, Chris would normally end the show, but everyone... Doing what? What does he do? I'll do it. I'll okay. do it better. He normally tells people that they've been listening to We Could Survive That. You've been listening to I Could Survive Something. <laughs> Their but weekly survival guide to the movies. The daily survival guide to the TV shows. I couldn't do, couldn't do it daily. Oh, uh, TV monthly. shows. Monthly. I how do how monthly. long have you been doing this now? So this is episode 71. Is it one a week? One a week, yes. I thought you listened, man. So, the, <laughs> so every year and a half I will try and survive something. Yes. Should we make this an annual thing? Annual every, and a half. Every 71 episodes. Unless me, you, and Chris do uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, or I'm sure this is stuff we can discuss afterwards. Yeah, we'll discuss that after. Mm. Um, okay, so so you've been listening to We Can Survive That, the weekly podcast on surviving the movies. Yeah. Nailed it! <laughs> we don't need you, Chris. Don't come back. Um, yeah, that'll do. Live long and prosper. You see? You see? They are insane! <laughs>